Welcome back to another episode of Too Many Men. Uh, I'm Tony Pickenich, alongside me here. Zach Riley. Yo. Tyler Dyes. What's up? No John Gallietta today. The cops actually picked him up and arrested him. Oh, uh, yeah. He was the lead suspect <laughs> in the credit card fraud scheme. Of course. In jail. And Yeah, now. Uh, we're going to try to do a live... Uh, Live show from his oh. cell, but it's going to be a little tough because the law gets involved. <laughs> I want to start off this episode by saying uh, Lamar Jackson told Ray Lewis he wants to be like Tom Brady and bring Super Bowls to Baltimore. Listen, it's going to be really tough to be like Tom Brady when, uh, you know, your John Harbaugh is your coach. Yeah. Not even that. He's totally different style of a quarterback than well, yeah, Tom Brady. But the, but the, the main goal was just... To be able Super to Bowl. bring Super Bowls. I could see him win it, bringing a Super Bowl. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say being like Tom Brady and bringing five. Ten, yeah, five yeah. Super Bowls. Yeah, that's, that's one of those or things. Or ten just, years of straight <laughs> championships. That's one yeah, of those things that just isn't going to happen. Yeah, somebody's got to break the news to Lamar Jackson. That's not how this works. <laughs> no, nah, he'll find out the hard way in the next couple of years. Well, he might get the whole RG three treatment and be out after two. You never know. Yeah. Sometimes you just don't know. I can't believe you said that. Really? Yeah, what? he said in an interview with Ray Lewis, and instead God. of saying "I want to be like you," did you see? And uh, Super Bowls to Baltimore. Did you Ray see Lewis Bill Belichick's uh, interview? No, which one? They were like, "Oh, uh, how do you think this game is going to go in the cold weather? Or do you like playing in the cold weather?" It, it, he's yeah, like, it's a "Championship game, I'll play it anyway." He's like, "Oh, it's a championship game. We'll be there." <laughs> which <laughs> duh. That, that reminds me about uh, I, I loved in the beginning of the season when they asked him, "Oh, you do you feel like you're playing the top team in the AFC with the of the uh, Chiefs this week?" He goes, I feel like we're playing the Chiefs. Yeah, we're playing <laughs> Kansas City. He's I, great he, when it comes to that. Just he's, so mellow. He doesn't care what they're well, playing. That's the thing. He he doesn't care about anything other than, than we're going in and we're going to win this game. It reminds me of that Family Guy episode when uh, God tells Peter the only way he can get into heaven is if he makes Bill Belichick smile. Oh, yeah. I love that. Do you remember that episode, Tony? <laughs> I don't. You no, don't? No. Oh, it's the whole episode, episode is him trying to get Bill yeah, Belichick he, yeah, to smile. He, him and Quagmire and Joe and Cleveland, they're all trying to get Bill Belichick to smile. They're like, the man has won three Super Bowls and he won't smile. <laughs> this is back when he only won three. This is back five. when he only had three, so this was, this was quite a while ago. Yeah, it's a good episode. This is before before Eli Manning part one and two yes. hit him. <laughs> it's just It's so good. <laughs> They're like trying to do everything they can. I, I forget what actually ends up making him smile. Okay, okay. Probably winning. Hiya, Mr. Belichick. Who the hell are you? What do you want? We are here to make you smile. And if there's one thing that always gets me to smile, it's a child's laughter. So I found this kid in the parking lot, and I'm going to make him laugh for you. Come on, laugh. Don't touch my son's face. Get over here, little man. This flight is cleared for liftoff. Room. Liftoff. We. Who's flying? We. <laughs> Do we have to say that's courtesy of Fox? I feel like it'd be courtesy of Family Guy, wouldn't it? Fan of... They're not on Fox. But anymore, the, but they, they make yes, they the are. show. Yeah. But like Fox should be the creators it. of the no, show. No, Fox produces it. Oh, all right, so then okay, that's Fox. courtesy of Fox. And I Seth guess. McFarlane. And Seth McFarlane. Trish, talking to your mic more. Hey, hey, doing? Okay, they're good. All right, yeah, but that was that's. It's just. It's too good not to. It's, yeah. It's yeah. also very like, on the nose because you never see Bill Belichick smile. Not often. No. no like not ever. Even when, sometimes when they win the Super Bowl, you'll see it. You see him crack a smile. Did you see the video it. I sent you when a? Uh, it says Bill Belichick has been here before, and it's all the coaches celebrating after like a touchdown. And you just see Bill Belichick with his hands in his yeah. uh, that's, pockets, that's how and he it's is. Like crickets uh, mm-hmm. sounding. That's like, just that's who Bill Belichick is. Like Bill Parcells was pretty mellow when the team won, but he was still more animated than Bill Belichick ever has been. But I yeah. feel like that's part of the. The gift. He's not sitting there thinking, okay, good, we just won. He's sitting there thinking, all right, what's the next step to win again next year? Or win the next game. Yeah. 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 So it's like it, when they beat a team, when they're going to win this game, he's probably not going to smile because it's, okay, we, we did this. We need to move on and win the Super Bowl. Yeah. And, you know, I, I, I think mean, he, he proved that he can do it. So, yeah. you know what, at this point, he has nothing left to prove. I think that's good for a coach to have, though. That mindset of oh yeah, and not many enough. coaches in the league have that, and that's why he's won five Super Bowls in the past ten years. Well, before we dive more into the sports aspect of this show, because this is a sports show, yep, uh, hey, we have been talking about sports. Yeah, though. I know, but before we get more into it, okay, uh, we have a new logo. Yes, we do. Oh, yeah, uh, it's up on our SoundCloud, Instagram, Facebook, however you get your news about the show. New logo, uh, just a. Circle with some stars and some lettering, nothing too fancy. Basically, describes what this show is. I don't know. 
think it's pretty uh, high highbrow. Uh, this show is going to be more football, basketball oriented, not yeah. a ton hockey. But we will tell you that the Anaheim Ducks are, looks like they will end their 12-game losing streak tonight. They're currently leading the Minnesota Wild 3-0 going into the third period. That's wild. Yeah, I thought they were going to do it against the Devils on Saturday because that seems good. like a – You uh, say that and then well, Minnesota's, Minnesota's going to come, come back, back and win just so the Ducks can end their streak against the Devils. Uh, yeah. So let's just go around real quick about the, uh, of the scores in the league tonight. Uh, the Islanders beat the Devils 4-1. The Bruins beat the Blues 5-2. The Rangers beat the Blackhawks 4-3. Rangers almost blew that. They went into the third period leading 3-1. Wow. The Maple Leafs beat the Lightning 3 are beating the Lightning 3-2 with 11:51 left in the third period. The Ducks are beating the Wild 3-0 at the end of the second. The Jets are beating the Predators 3-1 with 30 seconds left in the second period. And the Kings have a two-goal lead over the Stars with 14:50 remaining in the second period. Wow. A few upsets tonight, you could say. <laughs> the, the Kings, Kings winning, the Ducks yeah, winning, exactly. the Rangers winning. Although the Blackhawks are bad, but the Rangers are worse. So, the NHL is still holding steady with the standings. We'll, we'll look more into it as the playoffs start. The playoff picture starts to mold. Yeah. We're going to talk about the trade deadline in February when that comes. Next week is uh, – I know the Devils run a bye week. Some of the league is, some of the league isn't. The All-Star break being at the end of the week. Um, we'll talk about the All-Star game a little bit. But moving on from that, we'll go to basketball. And James Harden had another 50-point game. Oh, my God. 13th of his career, I believe, which passes Didn't LeBron James. He was tied. Your prediction is he's going to have, what, three more? Yeah. By the end of the year? Well, that's one. another one, right? Yeah, that's yeah. one. That's, I can see him having more than, th- more yeah. than yeah. three more. And, and the might... crazy thing is they still lost to the Nets. Yeah. Really? Yeah, they did. One, Nets 145, are hot, 142, and overtime. Nets are hot. Spencer Dinwiddie led that charge. Oh, yeah. He is good, man. He's, he's a good. very good player for the Nets. And Zach, this had... are you a Nets fan again yet? I, see, I follow. I've always followed them. I've always gotten the notifications for their games, the scores, and whatnot. But I, I, you know, since they've left Jersey, it's never been like, oh my God, the Nets game is on. I'm gonna go and watch because Jersey. They were in Jersey. It was more close to close to home mm-hmm. for me. I feel so bad for James Harden. He yeah. puts in all this work, like during the regular season, dropping yeah. all these 50 point games, basically willing his team alone to wins. But you know, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter when he has to run into the buzzsaw that is the Golden State Warriors. Mm. Like, it's going to look a lot different. It's not going to be a 50-point game, especially if Clint Capella's out, when they run into Steph Curry, Kevin Durant, Draymond Green, Clay Thompson, and DeMarcus Cousins. It's not going to happen. No. no. It's just like LeBron. LeBron did it once. Yeah. it's. But LeBron didn't do it against DeMarcus Cousins. Yeah. No. And LeBron also didn't do it that year against Draymond Green. He was, well, he was suspended the one game, but that was the, the game I feel that the Warriors would have won if Draymond Green played. So... It's, none of this is going to matter. All these 50-point – now how frustrating it is knowing – he probably it's, won't admit it to himself because that's the kind of competitor he is. Yeah. But none of this is going to matter no. in June. Not even that. I feel like I don't know. We didn't it's see this starting to become more of a trend that you're seeing a lot more 50-point games. Yeah. You didn't see this kind of competition last year. Like You he's look at Curry. He's, I'm, I have a stat here. He's 54% from threes. That's ridiculous. He's, like, ridiculous. He's 52 and 55 from each corner. 52% and 55% from each corner. And then from straight ahead, he's 47%. And he has a 63% in the paint. It's unreal what he could do. But you look at a 50-point game from James Harden, they lost to the Nets. The Nets don't have the same firepower the I think uh, it's all who want it more. I think it's going to be... I say in, in a game where the Nets are playing the, one of the best players oh, yeah. and teams in the league, a game I feel like, like this, yeah, but I think the championship's going to be down to skill. Oh, yeah, definitely. I'm saying now in that game that they lost to the Nets, and I'm convinced that was they, the Nets say, wanted it more. Let's say the Rockets somehow, because odds are they will have CP3 and Clint Capella, which they don't have right now. Yeah. They will have them for a series against the Warriors. But let's say that James Harden has his 50-point games, all seven games. I still think the Warriors could win. Yeah. Because they don't play deep. The Rockets do not play defense. No. And you, it's not a team. Clint Capella is the best defensive player. Mm. And great, he can guard one of the starting five for the Warriors. Put him on DeMarcus Cousins. So there's no down low scoring yeah. for the most part. Yeah, They're still going to beat you from three. They're oh, still yeah. going to beat you from the mid-range, even though they don't take to... a lot of them. But yeah, they could still do it. Yeah, so none of this is going to matter. How frustrating must it be for James Harden, especially after you lose that series? I think he, he knows it's partially because he doesn't have the uh, CP and who who else is out? Clint Capella. Uh, Clint Capella, yeah. I, I feel like he knows that he needs it's more than him to win games. 
And, you know, just because he's putting up 50 points doesn't mean it's going to be a win every night. Now, you and I discussed this earlier, yes. and I want to bring this up. Let's say it's another exit for the Rockets at the hands of the at the hands of the Warriors. How crazy of an idea would it be for James Harden to request a trade out of Houston? Where would it go? L.A. I'd love so? to see him. Could in you LA. imagine him and LeBron? That'd be pretty wild. Although has LeBron really like since D Wade shared the spotlight? <laughs> like most of the teams he's been on since then, he doesn't really have that kind of. I guess another big. Well, he had Kyrie. Player. Yeah, he had Kyrie. He had but Kyrie. But they, they did have a little bit. Him. They did have he a little bit of problem. He, he left as soon as he could because he hated playing with LeBron because he wanted to be number one. Yeah, but but that's also Kyrie being young and wanting to yeah. have yeah. his own team. James Harden's yeah. older. James Harden also ha- has not won. He's yeah. He's also looking for a championship. I mean, that's he true. did. Well, lose how many it, years does he have on his contract? He did lose at the hands of LeBron when he was a part of the OKC Thunder when they lost that series to the Heat. Just imagine a team of him, and you probably have to give up at least Brandon Ingram and Lonzo to get. Well, the James Harden's even thinking about moving him. James Harden only has one more year on his contract. Really? You'd think, if anything, he'd would just wait, wait one more year, and then if LeBron is, which I think he'll still be playing in two years. Oh, yeah. I think he goes okay. into free agency looking for a championship. Okay, but now if the, if the Rockets win the championship this year, that completely changes his mindset going into free agency. Definitely. I know it's highly unlikely, but, that, but, it, but if it they win it, it, that could change people going to Exactly. Uh, now, let's say they don't win it, and the Rockets are like, hmm, he might leave. Do they trade? Yeah. They do they might. trade him at the deadline next year? And do you, if you are the Rockets? Yeah, I mean, if if he if they're not in playoff contention or don't look as good yeah. as they could be by playoff then, or by uh, the trade deadline. Even next if you year, are, even let's say you're a seventh or sixth seed. Yeah. What's the point of keeping him around, knowing you got to run into a team like the Nuggets, the Warriors? And if he's still a good like a good draft, well, I, not draft I think but it, a good trade value, he's going to be he worth. Can get, the Houston can get a lot of players. I think his play this year will make him at least worth a first round pick next year, oh, unless yeah. there's a serious injury. Definitely. But let's say the Rockets do move him. You know what would be the most pissed off about that is Chris Paul. And Chris Paul will be the next one out. Well, let me see. He has, he's, he's a big contract. I think he signed either a four- or five-year deal with the Rockets before last season. But how, how crazy of an idea is it the Rockets actually moving James Harden? I, I could see it. Wow, yeah. Especially Paul if, is here until 2022. Until free agency. Yeah, that's a long time. Yeah. So Paul probably wouldn't be able to be easily as movable. But there are teams that would take James Harden as a rental because even if the Warriors team does fall apart after this season, they're still probably going to have Curry and Clay and still be a they're top still three gonna, team. Yeah, they're going to be a good team. But if, if Boogie and everybody leaves, and let's say there's only three out of the five of those guys left, the Rockets have a better chance, which totally changes the dynamic of the Rockets. They might be able to win a championship then. Yeah. But let's say somehow they do all stick together, and the Rockets are saying, hmm, we're going to move James Harden. There are two teams in my mind that I truly believe would be the leaders for Harden. Maybe three. Mm. Um, the Lakers. Yeah. Because LeBron, I think, would love the opportunity to play with James Harden. Definitely. It would take a huge weight off his shoulders when he's playing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it also depends a lot on the development of Brandon Ingram and Lonzo yes. Ball, too, going into next season. So we have the Lakers. We have the Thunder. That would be interesting to see him go back to Oklahoma City and play with Russell Westbrook and Paul George. That yeah. might be a big three enough to – at least stifle the attack of the five from Golden State. Yeah, oh yeah. It, it might be good for at least two or three wins. You might be able mm-hmm. to sneak one out somewhere Definitely. too. And then place maybe like Milwaukee. I could see Milwaukee. Maybe a one-two for Giannis. Mm. Because Unless, I forget, I, didn't they trade for Bledsoe like yeah, last year? Did, and that's not, yeah. it, listen, he's a great player, but he's not the same as James Harden. No. It would just be a totally different aspect to see if James, if, see James Harden on the court with Giannis Antetokounmpo, oh, even yeah. though James Harden doesn't pass the ball much, it would take the top defender at least take him off James Harden because yeah. he has to guard Giannis. Yeah. Giannis is that much of a threat. He'd, yeah, and then that would leave him open for at least threes or mid-range jumpers, yeah. and he'd be making them all day long. But th- this, this, he has the opportunity to have the best scoring season we've ever seen in the NBA, Oh yeah, and it could be absolutely wasted just because he's on the Rockets. It, it, and he has know, to run it, into the Warriors. Mm-hmm. You'd think he would maybe go uh, to an Eastern team, Eastern League team? I don't think it'd be his call. If, if free agency, it would be his yeah, call. Free, yeah. free agency, I could see. It really depends on what happens to the Warriors. Yeah. 
would um I don't think Houston would want to deal with LA in if in that case if they were gonna give Harden because they're in the same league they're not gonna want to face Harden. Well, let me tell you something. Once Harden leaves, that's it. Oh yeah. So you might as well just take the best offer on the table. Doesn't matter who it's from. That's true. Because once Harden goes, you gotta imagine Clint Capella would go, and that would mean that Chris Paul's basically stuck there. And I I don't see Chris Paul you know, doing much after uh, he leaves because he's going to be 37 by the end of his contract. This was this was his opportunity to try to chase a championship, and I don't think it's going to happen. It's not. Definitely not with the Warriors still there. No. Next year will be their best chance, especially if Durant leaves. Yeah. I think but so. But they're still one piece away in my eyes, and they don't have the money for it. Cause at, and losing and, Trevor Ariza was a lot bigger yeah, thing than oh, we thought. He was Yeah, he was good, too. So 58 points and a loss for James Harden against the Nets last night. He played 45 minutes. 60 points. Yeah. Yeah, that was... That's ridiculous. He was one shot away from 60. But no defense was played in that game. Yeah, that was... None whatsoever. When you see a game 130 and over, there's not usually no. much defense. Let me I tell mean, you something, was... though. A, uh, let's look at the... Who's a free agent on the Warriors after this season? I know Kevin Durant is. Where he has the ability to opt out if he wants to. Hmm. Let's say he leaves. Let's say Clay Thompson leaves. His yeah. contract might be up too. Let me, Let me check. Yeah. And let's say Demarcus Cousins leaves. Who's the favorite in the West? Now I know the initial reaction would be to immediately put it on LeBron because it's yeah. LeBron. He could do it. I I think he could. Uh, he could probably. You think Katie would ever play with LeBron? I think everybody would want to play. I don't him. know if he would. Because no? Katie, yeah, Katie's got a big like. He's got a big ego. Yeah, he's got a big ego. He doesn't like being. And he doesn't like being called out by teammates, no. and you know LeBron would. Yeah, LeBron would call him out immediately if he started doing some of the shit he was doing in Golden State. You see him tell that guy to sit down, shut the fuck up, and enjoy the game. Yeah, that was hysterical. Okay, so this is the absolute worst case scenario for. Um, Golden State Golden going State, into the yes. season. Kevin Durant opts out. He opts out of his $31.5 million that would be coming to him next season. Klay Thompson doesn't resign, and DeMarcus Cousins doesn't resign. That would be the absolute worst-case scenario. Mm. Okay. Let's say, for argument's sake, Kevin Durant goes to the East, and Klay Thompson ends up as a Laker. So, I, at that point, it'd be a 1-2 fight yeah. between the Lakers and OKC in my eyes. What, for Durant? No, 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 no. The, Durant's in the East. Yeah, yeah, I see so him So, I'd going. say for the Western Conference, it would be between Oklahoma City and the Lakers for that top oh, seed definitely. going for the championship. Yes. And I got to give the edge to uh, OKC. Think so? Just on LeBron's age. You know, we don't know how he's going to come back after this groin injury. I imagine he's going to be fine. Yeah. But he's going to be burnt out, you got to imagine. This is the most rest he's ever had in his career. Yeah. But you know, all these trips to the finals, that you saw it last year in the finals from Cleveland. It took its toll. He was a little burnt out. I think that's also part of, uh, you know, the team wasn't, you know, as good as he could have been. Or it wasn't good at all. Yeah. He was the best player on that team. Yeah, he's the best player on the Lakers now, too. He's going to be the best player on every team he goes to. Though. Most likely, unless yes. Kevin Durant went to the Lakers, then I would say I, Kevin Durant's the best player on the team. You think Kevin Durant's think better than LeBron? Just because Kevin Durant's on the team, with LeBron, you wouldn't say LeBron's a better player. No. Really? I think Kevin, most of that is age. If it was LeBron, it was prime, yeah. Oh, okay. But LeBron at 34? You no. think yeah. LeBron's not in his prime? No. I, I think he's like at the he's, end of his prime, I feel if like anything. he's playing at a very high level. He's still, he oh, he's playing at a high level, but I don't think he's But in. there's no reason for a guy his age to be the top option on the team. No matter how good you are, he's, there should at least be some kind of other oh, yeah, support. There should definitely support, be a, a second player, but he's definitely the guy like, Who's the to. second best player on the Lakers right now? Lonzo? Yeah. Brandon Ingram? Yeah. It's definitely not Lance Stevenson, JaVale no. McGee, or... I would say at least Lonzo, like if anything, but... But I, th- I think Kevin, because the argument's always been the best player in the league. It's always been one, two, Durant and LeBron. Mm. It's been that way since, let's say, that year the OKC Thunder went to the championship. Yeah. That's when the argument really started. Probably, yeah, around there. I think just on age, I, I would say on the same team, Kevin Durant would be the better player. All right. I don't, gr- I don't agree, but. Neither do I. 
I, I think overall, player. as an overall player, I think having a second player to help LeBron would be great. But I still, if KD was on the same team, I still think LeBron would be the best overall player. You also got to look at that and say, overall, yeah, but yeah. I would say more to put up more points, I would take KD. LeBron is still putting up there. Like, yeah, I know. 40, 50 points. Like, That's because he's playing that many minutes. He wouldn't be playing yeah. that many minutes with KD out there. That's true. I mean, you wouldn't, you didn't, don't think they'd be playing at the same time? No. No? For very brief periods of the game. Yeah. But the point of bringing somebody of that caliber in there is... Just to give Yeah, to play LeBron. with LeBron in the situations you need to get the open shot. Yeah. But when LeBron's off the court now as a Laker, you're putting out five guys who are pretty young usually. Yeah, you got Lance Stevens and Rajon Rondo out there and stuff. Mm-hmm. Then it, it wouldn't give the opposing team a break. Yeah. It would You'd always say, have okay, thank God LeBron's coming off the court, but oh wait, now we here comes KD. Kevin Durant. Yeah. That would that would be a big threat. It, it would be I, a huge definitely. threat, and it would make. I, it, that's why it'd be so tough to choose between OKC and the Lakers because they would be the one and two teams. It really depends, I think, who would be the better team. The development mm. of Brandon Ingram and Lonzo Ball. If they can develop to be the I, players yeah. they think they're going to be, then I think then I would get the edge to the Lakers and yes. say the Lakers are the better team. Honestly, I still think. But it would be. Don't be surprised if OKC wins the series. Oh yeah. Yeah, but it'd be a seven-game series. It'd be close. And you still wouldn't even have to count – you can't count out the Warriors in that case because they still have Draymond Green and Steph Curry. Yeah. Because Steph Curry himself is good for sometimes 40 points a game. True. But I can't imagine them losing all those players in free agency. No, definitely not. DeMarcus Cousins, I think, is definitely going to be the one that's gone. But everybody else, I, I have no idea. It's going to be interesting. think Katie wants to leave? I feel like he's – I think he does. I, think I feel he, like he's gotten what he wanted. Yeah, he's, he's the gotten the championships. I feel like he wants to play with other uh, other people now. I also feel like he wants to go to a place. The league is more. For some reason, there's a lot of movement in the league. For now. some reason, I feel like if he wins, it would be more likely he leaves than if he loses. Yeah. Let's say they don't make it to the finals. They haven't really had to prove anything these past couple of years. No. Now you got something to prove. If they lose. If they yes. lose, especially before the finals. Let's yeah. say in the Western Conference Finals. Okay. Yeah. Say if they that lose. That would be a little bit more incentive for. KD to opt back in and play, and you got to remember he's also he'd be getting thirty one point five million dollars. Yeah, how which much is he getting right now? Thirty, but his his contract for next season is thirty one point five, but he can opt out if he wants. And what's the max he can make at this point? I'm not hundred percent sure. It depends by each team, I think. All right. Like Steph Curry's making forty next like, year. Like, didn't he take a pay cut to go to that team or no? Yeah, a pay cut, but not as big. Not as a big pay cut. All the money was guaranteed for the season. Not like season. a Boogie Cousins okay. pay cut. Yeah, Boogie Cousins is making 5.3. Ow. Instead of 40. It's there could be a huge change in the NBA going into the next two seasons. Mm. And it really depends I think on what the Warriors do this year. That's true. I I I could see them losing in the finals. I don't think I could see Oh, well, if anything I could see them losing that way. In the championship. I could see them losing before. There's there I think you got a better chance of a team in the West beating them than a team in the East. So. Unless it's Toronto. That's the only one in the East I can really see beating I think Toronto's going to be in the finals. At least, yeah, so at least they're, yeah. running late. they're running late playoffs. Yeah. As long as Drake is sitting courtside yelling, Actually, that is true. But don't, yelling crap at the other don't, team. Don't be, sur- don't be yeah. surprised if a team Drake like curse. Denver beats them in the Western Conference final. Yeah. Let's say Denver's the one seed. Let's say Denver goes down the line, Denver keeps as the one seed. I don't know. Do you really see a, a team like that beating a, that caliber of a team, though? No, but they have the best home court advantage in basketball. All right. Because then you have to go to the elevation and play, and that's tough for four games. Yeah. That and, is. and if they steal one game in, in Golden State, mm. they have a damn good shot to beat them. Yeah. Definitely, actually. Because if they it, they would be the uh, – you were saying if they were the one seed, right? If yeah, they were so the they, higher seed. They would have yeah. four home games in the series. So, yeah, I could see that happening. And don't even count out the Rockets. Let's say let's say somehow James Harden has a sixty point average in a series, mm. and CP three can at least be good for thirty points. That's ninety points between two players. And at least ten assists. You know, yeah. CP three is great. At, like, well, did you did you see the stat on his last game? No, I did not. Fifty eight points oh, for James Harden. None of them came off all, assists. Oh yeah, they were all they were all dribble dribble him. shot. Mm-hmm. He's he's That's insane. So wait, Harden had fifty eight points of straight shooting. Yeah. Oh my god. He no assists. Yeah, there were not one assist. Well, so he was like literally ten, ten one po- shot away. I think I think ten points were from the free throw line. Okay, still. Yeah, which is still ridiculous. So he was literally one point away from putting up sixty points. Yep. Yeah. 
One basket. What's the most points one player has ever put up in a game? A hundred points. 100 points. We, yeah, I think we Will went. Chamberlain. Yeah, we went oh, over yeah, this we on Tuesday. And in the modern era, let's say 1970 on, it was Kobe Bryant. You put up 81. Yeah. Mm. I feel like Harden could do that. Well, you know, the last guy to put up 70 plus, it was Devin Booker. Devin Booker did it all himself in Phoenix, and they lost that game. He put up 70 points, and they lost. But what was the score? The Devin Booker 70 point game. It was high scoring, I think. But the rest of his team only scored like 30 points. Like it, 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 there's no situation where your your guys should let's say 50 points. There's no situation where you have a player on your team score 50 points and you guys lose. There should yeah, be no, definitely not. Devin Booker put up 70 points and they lost 130 to 120. Wow, that hurts. To the Celtics. That was last March. Did he leave? No, he's still there. Why? Devin Booker's also said he wants the super team to come to him. He's not going to leave. Oh, that's that guy. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's stupid. Yeah. What? Bro. Whoa, let's say Kevin Durant goes to Phoenix. That would be wild. That would be wild. Now Phoenix is a contender for everything. Yep. Do you, now let's say, <laughs> do you think now let's that's say a Phoenix market, also though? trades for James Harden. Then you got Harden, Booker, and Durant. Well, that'd be a totally different story. <laughs> that'd be and a, that'd moment, be a crazy... monumentous shift. Oh, yeah, definitely. I don't I don't no, see it happening. It's no, no, not going to happen. Because but, I don't see the Suns being a great free agency spot, no. landing spot. But, but if anybody's going to go to the Suns, it's either going to be Durant or Boogie Cousins. Mm. That'd be nuts, too. <laughs> I feel like a better word right there would have been momentous. Monumentous. Monumentous. It's going to yeah, be huge. I know, I understand huge, but isn't momentous also a word? Yeah, it is. Yeah. It has to do with momentum. Exactly. Okay. So it's a momentous shift. It's... It doesn't momentum. shift momentum necessarily. Well, you know what's big I see here for because uh, they still haven't won anything. Uh, well, the Rockets yeah, are come on. not very good on the road. They're nine and twelve on the road. Yeah, they have a poor road. They started off this year really, really poor. I know that much. They're sixteen and seven at home, but when it goes to the road, it's it doesn't look good. Yeah, and I think that's that's you got to be a good you road. Be able to you got to road be, games. Yes. in the NBA, especially late playoffs. Unless you know, you're the Warriors, you really have to be able to win road games. Yes, and especially when you're going. No, I, into, I don't. I don't trust. Houston to go to a place like Denver and win. No, I don't. I don't see them going and winning away at all. Yeah, honestly. not not in OKC. If they had to go to the Clippers, I could see them winning. Yeah, you know, seven game series against LA and they're the home, they're the, the higher seed. Mm. I could see them beating the Clippers. Maybe Utah as well. Utah's tough. Utah at home though they're oh they're pretty good. They're twelve and twelve and eight at home. Yeah, the the, the Rockets are just yeah. bad at, on the road. Yeah. But is isn't is the road record still better than Phoenix's overall record? Do they have more wins on the road than Phoenix has overall? Phoenix is eleven. <laughs> Phoenix has four and eighteen. Phoenix is four and eighteen on the road. Okay, what's their what's their record overall? Eleven and thirty five. And how many wins does Houston have on the road? Twelve. Oh mm. uh, wait, no. Nine. <laughs> Not. Uh. Yeah. Nine. Ooh. Yeah. Close. Ooh. Might be tough for them to go into Phoenix, but Phoenix is making the playoffs, so it's not gonna matter. It's going to be interesting to see. The enemy of free agency is going to be the most interesting it's been in a while since oh, really yeah. Durant left OKC. And uh, L.A. is still a big market. It's going to be interesting to see who LeBron can attract there. Do you see the Heat being a good landing spot for anybody? Oh, that's They're tough. up and coming. You yeah, know? they are, but... I don't know. Down in Miami, I in feel like... Eastern, if, if a player says, I want to take the easy road and go more toward the east, then yeah, yeah Miami becomes a very, very big destination, especially with Hassan Whiteside there. Mm. Because you know, I, but I, Toronto would be a very favorable destination too, especially if Kawhi stays. Toronto's actually Kawhi's out of first place now. Kawhi's gonna be a huge thing whether or not he leaves yeah. or not. Let's say he goes to the Rockets. Well, I feel like if, Wait, if they let's make, say he goes to the Rockets, that that huge. brings you the defensive element you don't have by anybody else on the roster. I don't see him leaving though, unless they no. lo- unless they lose in the playoffs this year. I, I it have to be early for them to yeah. leave. I'd say if they if they, lost if in they the make first like round, a ch- like a championship, not even a like a conference championship run, I think they would. I'd he, say even divisional round if they lost like a so. Boston. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could see him staying. I think I, Toronto actually dropped down the second place. That's a very underrated destination, Toronto. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. But, uh, who's in first place in the Milwaukee. East? Milwaukee. Milwaukee's up by half. Yeah, game. but if you if you come down to players choosing between Milwaukee and and Toronto, they're gonna. I think Toronto. yeah, definitely. Gonna Nobody wants Toronto. to. There's no like nightlife or anything in in Milwaukee. Oh, no. It's nothing against the team or anything because it's they have just, won championships yeah. in the past. It's like it's like how but they they got to do it to the draft all the yeah, time. It's like Oregon. Yeah, it's Port, or Portland. Sorry, first played. It's like Portland. Who's gonna who wants to go to Portland? Portland's a little more up and coming of a city in general yeah. than Milwaukee is. That's true. But I, I think with the hit, like, who, who's the coach? Is Jason Kidd still the coach of Milwaukee? No, no he's right? not. Yeah, no. he's not. 
I was gonna say with the, I figured with a, a like a good coach, I feel like that would bring in players too. Yeah, I, I'm sure. I'm sure it would. A good coach usually makes a ton of the difference. Let's say someone like a Popovich. Oh yeah. Would coach? That's not gonna. He's not leaving. No, San definitely Antonio, not. But, but let's say if he were the coach of Milwaukee, that would that would be that would make Milwaukee a more desirable destination. Yeah. So it's it's really gonna be interesting to see the uh, a lot of names. Cleveland's catching up to the Knicks. Yeah. <laughs> what are the Knicks right now? Uh, ten and thirty-four. Knicks lost today in London on a goaltending call. Yes, they did. Oh, on a gold, really? Yep. Wow. Buzzer beating goaltending call to lose the game. <laughs> in true New York Knicks fashion. Yeah. Yeah, they're only two ga- two and a half back from uh, the Knicks right now. Well, let's since you brought up the Knicks, let's talk. Let's let's touch on this whole Enos Cantor oh, situation. My, yes, I actually did want to bring um, this up. Enos Cantor has spoken out. Largely against the regime currently in Turkey, and uh, I don't know though. Turkey's requested uh, an arrest warrant. An arrest warrant, requesting the United States to hand him over, and the United States has said no, for the most part. They don't have. Do they have ev- evidence of this? Like, I don't think they would. The well, U.S. They, will hand him over already, if there's, there's already no... been many like senators and stuff who've come out and said we're not handing him over. Yeah, uh, I know Marco Rubio was a big uh, advocate for not. Supporting not, yeah. these di- dictatorships and not handing them over. Mm. So I believe Indies Cantor is going to be safe. Um, do you think? Why do you think this is coming up now? It's because um, there's a there's a dictator regime in Turkey. Yeah, and uh, we have listeners in Turkey. So Sorry. this is this is what we hear in the American <laughs> news media outlets. We don't know what it's like there. We haven't been there. Yeah, but Enos Cantor uh, speaks out against them regularly, mm. and. Uh, they believe it's just a job done by the president there, or the leader there. I don't know what to have mm. to uh, just quiet a voice of kind of high popularity. And yeah, that's why he didn't travel to London with the team. He yeah. was afraid he's gonna be assassinated mm-hmm. in, in Europe. Wow. Uh, yeah, I mean, you never know. Yeah, and there's there's more of a risk of that in Europe than there is here. Oh yeah, because yeah. here he, you know, there's he a lot more security. He says he feels safe in America. And yeah. But, you know, I, I just think it's a little weird that it came out right before this, uh, you know, European well, this, game. This That's was a, when it was going to come out. Yeah. Because there's going to be questions of why isn't Cantor going to Europe with the team? This mm-hmm. is why. Yeah. So wait, why did they issue or ask for an arrest warrant? They said he's part of a They issued group. an arrest warrant to the United States saying he's part of a terrorist group. Saying he's funded terrorist groups uh, in the past. Yeah. And they really think that was going to work, huh? Apparently. Yes, not. Well, I mean, I, America hasn't uh, talked about the Armenian genocide yet, so they might have had a shot. All right. Well. All right. <laughs> okay. Well, that's just uh, uh, one more note on Enos Cantor. Uh, he was supposed to be traded to Sacramento. A whole trade fell through, though. That's good. Yeah. It's supposed, be, it's supposed to be Enos Cantor for Zach Randolph. Oh, wow. Randolph. Zach Randolph. Randolph. Yeah. But. So let's let's uh, turn more into our conference championship coverage. We're just gonna break down each game. Yeah. Uh, look at it. See. Uh, who's going to win this weekend and why? Uh, we gave you who's going to win on Tuesday, but we're going to really we'll go in depth dive here. deeper into the yeah. why this weekend. Uh, you know, start in the AFC or NFC? AFC. Start in the AFC. Uh, Chiefs, New England, Arrowhead Stadium, Kansas City, Missouri. Uh, let me get the kickoff time for you. I believe it's that's the 3:30 game. The AFC game is usually the first one out of the two. Uh, yeah. Oh no, they're the late game. 6:40. 6. Oh yeah. 6:40 on Sunday. It's supposed to be now. It's supposed to be a high of eight in Kansas City. Mm. How's so, that wind chill? Uh, I have nothing on the wind chill right now. Oh, come on. Let's break it down really by position and unit. Okay. Uh, what do you want to start? Want to start with the offense? Yeah. Tom okay. Brady. Tom Brady. Let's start with the quarterbacks. Tom Brady is thirteen and two in cold weather games. You guys didn't believe me that he is better in cold weather games. He is thirteen. He's and the two. best bad weather quarterback yes. in NFL history. Yeah. And then. Uh, but most of those are played in Foxborough. But uh, I don't. I don't think it matters where it is. If it's cold weather, it's not going to phase him as much as it would, you know. If it, I don't know, I feel like it's it's not as big of a factor for yeah. Tom Brady. That's that's my big thing here is, you know, just because it's going to be cold in uh, Kansas City, it's not going to affect him to the point where he might lose this game in a, either blowout fashion or lose it outright. Yeah, know? I don't think a blowout. I don't think we're. In, I don't think we should be talking about blowouts no, anywhere no. this weekend. Well. You never know. Yeah, I know. Especially in this. Fo- it's, it won't be. Definitely. I, yeah, but I won't be predicting any kind of blowout anywhere around the league this weekend. Um, but but also, I, just, I just want to talk about Mahomes real quick. Uh, yeah. What Brady, Brady statistically is the greatest 
quarterback he's, of all time. He's won more playoff games than he than any quarterback has played in playoff yeah. games. Yeah, and I know last week your big argument, Trish, was you can't compare eras. Right. But uh, championships hold up. That's true. Yeah. Um, so he's still got five. Yeah. And it could be six after the season. Oh, no, but, no, no. I, Tom Brady is the best quarterback of all time. Like, that's not up for debate. He has the stats to back it up. Like, it's just... I mean, the game is a little different, or a lot different than back in the day, because now you can't even touch the quarterback. But he's been playing since... What? 2000. Yeah, the early 2000s, when you could destroy the quarterback. And yeah. He's taken a couple huge hits, but... It, the the game he's played and how he's shown that how he can throw the ball, how he can read a defense, it, it, he'll go down as the best quarterback of all time. He's up there with Joe Montana. Pick up today by the Denver Broncos. Did you guys see that? Who did they pick, pick up? Uh, Seattle Seahawks. Uh, all right, sorry. The Seattle. Seahawks picked up Patch. Yeah, Patch sorry. Yeah. yeah. He's not gonna do anything. He's gonna back up Russell Wilson. But uh, uh, you don't think they'd be thinking future? I don't no, know how Paxton old he is. Lynch is terrible. No, he's terrible. I saw him play for Denver. He's terrible. Yeah. Just wanted to bring that up. Uh, so, yeah, taking nothing away from Tom Brady. Uh, I usually say, skill-wise, Aaron Rodgers is the best quarterback in the NFL, just based on skill, not numbers or anything. And uh, Patrick Mahomes, seeing what he did this year, really gave, really made an argument in my mind who's better because I've never seen really anybody throw the ball like Patrick Mahomes can. I've never seen anybody – who has the ability to change his arm angle and throw the ball <laughs> sidearm if he wanted to. Like, yeah, he that can, is... He can drop I, back. I don't like how they were all freaking out about that left-handed shovel pass. Yeah, that... Yeah. That I've seen many quarterbacks do. Yeah, but he did throw the ball well. He did, yes. So, but th- there's not many quarterbacks who can make his delivery look like Tom Brady on 45 throws out of 50. Oh, yeah. And the other five make his delivery look more sidearm and mm-hmm. slinging like Philip Rivers. Is. Oh, definitely. He has the the range of motion I really haven't seen ever in a quarterback. No, not at all. He plays it more like a baseball player, more like a shortstop. Yeah, he plays like his yeah, like his dad. Yeah, well, his dad was a pitcher. Well, it's like he's throwing a baseball. Yeah. It's, it's like his dad taught him grew well, he was growing up with his dad teaching him to throw a baseball, and he incorporated that with his throwing mechanics for the football, and I think it works. It's, so, so for the quarterback matchup, I give them both A's. Uh, I don't really give an advantage to giving Tom Brady's. Uh, Maybe a little bit Tom Brady just because of the weather and the experience, yeah. but we haven't seen Patrick Mahomes in this situation yet. Again, there I think, think that there also... can always be another quarterback who performs well in this situation. Yes. He could be the next one. But I, I think also uh, Tom Brady as an underdog makes him want it more. Yeah, I'm, I'm giving the advantage to Brady right now, but they're as close as can be. Mm. I don't like know. If, if Mahomes outperforms him, I wouldn't be surprised no. by any means. I think it's you're not looking at the. He's never played at this level before. Like, you never played in the conference championship where the next step is the Super Bowl. It's, it, it, I said, we don't look at yeah. all. He could be next. They played They I played know, great against each other. Historically, first-time quarterbacks who are playing in that championship game. They played great against cool each other earlier in the regular season. I think the Chiefs should have won that game earlier in the season. I think there was a, that one play where the linebacker had Tom Brady wrapped up. Mm-hmm. He thought he threw the ball, so he let him go, yeah, and Tom yeah. Brady ended up running in. That was earlier in the year when they were everybody was worried about the roughing the passer calls, and he didn't want to get called. I think that was a huge change in the game that made the Patriots win. So I think it'll definitely be. I say, I say for all intents and purposes, the quarterback matchup is tied. Yes, but yes. if I give the slight edge to Brady because of the weather and the experience, but. Mm-hmm. There's a, there's always a first. Mm-hmm. There's always the next guy coming to do it. Oh, definitely. And it could easily be Mahomes. And they are at home, so you yeah. know you can't so knock that, them that down for that. That could be a that. huge advantage too. And you saw how Andrew Luck got flustered going into that game in Kansas City last week. You know, it, yeah. It, it, you know, you, when you're in that stadium, gets loud. The way it, the way it's made, the the bowl of it, it's it's loud in there. <clears throat> We're just gonna take it by skill positions. We're not really gonna dive into offensive line or anything. Mm. Uh, let's look at wide receiver. Advantage to KC, Definitely right? Just Tyreek Hill yes. has that much of a Well, effect. the Patriots all year have not been known for their wide receivers. They, they no, lost uh, Josh Gordon. Yeah, Josh yeah. Gordon. But and Julian Edelman is one of the best playoff wide receivers of all time. Oh, definitely. But I think with more, uh, more threats, I, th- I would give it to KC. Yeah, I'm giving 
and because Tyreek Hill's on the top of his game. Tyreek Hill can just run by everybody. Mm-hmm. Mahomes has the arm to get it to him. So I, I'd give the advantage to Casey there. Running back wise, I give the advantage to uh, New England. I say New England. Yeah. yeah, New England's had the better rushing game the whole season. And uh, plus, I mean, after Ka- Kareem Hunt got a got let go cut, and yeah. all that, I mean, I think James White, then, James White's such a and Sony Michelle, they're both amazing running backs. Yes, who can, they have a great future for running backs. Casey doesn't defend the run well. They could both have days mm-hmm. against Casey oh, yeah. this weekend. So I give the advantage to, to uh, New England there. Mm-hmm. And then tight end, I give the advantage to Casey. Yeah, definitely I Casey. I think Travis Kelsey's the best Much tight better. end in the NFL. Yes. Uh, and when it comes to that, listen, don't count on Gronk because Gronk didn't have a major effect on the game no. last week, but he did have some good, good blocks, blocks yes. which is important, especially when it comes to the running game. So, But I give the receiving aspect of the tight end position more toward Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey. Overall offense, I'd have to rate it more KC. Just because of the firepower and explosiveness. Yeah, uh, I think I think crunch time though. I, I I would I would give it to Tom Brady. Yeah. Any, anything under two minutes, you got you got to give it to Belichick. But you got to give it to Brady. But there's nothing more exciting in the NFL than let's say Patrick Mahomes in the two minute drill, when he's got to throw the ball downfield. That's gonna I, be so exciting if it comes down. To that. I think it's more exciting seeing Brady work under two minutes. He the way he works under two minutes, looking at the defense pre-snap. I'm just talking excitement of Mahomes. Winding up and throwing the ball 65 right. yards. I mean, I'll give you and that. seeing Tyreek Hill all alone because but, he outran the defense 30 yeah. yards ago. I'll give you that. But I, I, I think overall, like, if, if it comes down to who I want to see more tomorrow, crunch time, I would rather see Brady. If this comes down to, like, weather is a huge – let's say it snows, like, 12 inches. Okay, mm-hmm. New England's going to win this game because New England has a better running game. Yeah. Because it's going to come down to running it's the ball yeah. at that point. You won't be able to catch. No. Yeah. Unless KC has some stuff planned where they do end arounds to mm-hmm. Tyreek Hill. If this comes down to having to run the ball, New England's going to win. Yeah. Let's look more at defense. Uh, I still give it to the Patriots. Casey's defense has been notoriously bad yeah. the whole mm-hmm. season. But they do have the be- one of the best four-down rushers yes. in the league. And if you can get to Brady with three guys, four guys, because that's what a lot of teams have problems with, getting to Brady. If they can get to Brady with three guys, they have a chance to win this game. Yeah, definitely. Especially if they jump on the Patriots early. Oh, yeah. You know, they come out and score two touchdowns quick, and it's 14 nothing, and it's coming down to Brady throwing the ball, then I give the advantage to KC because they have a better rushing – they have a better pass rush. Yeah. I, I think the dynamic of Belichick calling that defense, yeah. I, th- I give them an adva- advantage. New England has a better secondary, too. They do, yes, and better so, corners. This is the, this is the, these are the one and two teams in the AFC. I'm glad it came down to this in the AFC Championship because mm-hmm. these are the two, far and away the two best teams. So it's going to be exciting to see. And then special teams, who do you give the advantage to? Honestly, I'll give it to the Patriots. I'll give it to New England, too. I think they're the better kicker. Uh, the Patriots only had two sacks led up this year. Yeah. Something's so, got to give. Best pass for us, best, one of the best offensive lines. Something's got to give. I mean, they've been facing the best, a lot of better defenses, though. Than, than yeah, but they haven't faced many better D-linemen. four-down linemen. All right. I mean, but two sacks all year long, that's, that's hard. That's... Very good stat, mm. you know, especially late play. Even now in the playoffs, it could be more. Yeah. You know. So, let's talk about special teams real quick. I believe the better kicker is uh, Guskowski. Yes. I believe the better punter is, I think Allen is their punter. I don't know um, his first name. Look at the punter. It used to be Zoltan Mesko. I know that. I know Josh it's not him anymore. Oh, Josh Allen's a quarterback of the Bills. And the other Josh Allen's a defensive end from Kentucky who's declaring for the NFL draft this year. Uh, Dustin Farr Colquitt. Hmm. No, that's that's Chiefs. Oh. Colquitt is the Chiefs one. Yeah. Who's the punter for New England? I know Dustin Colquitt. Dustin Colquitt's a good punter. Oh, Ryan Allen. I give it to Dustin Colquitt. Think Dustin so? Colquitt's a really good punter, uh, top five in the league consistently. Um. Yeah, I you know I I give it, but I mean Ryan Allen's average is forty three yards, two touchbacks, and he's his longest was forty eight. See this season. Yeah, but zero blocks. Yeah, Casey didn't punt often this season. That's true, they did. So not. it's a very small sample size. Whatever Colquitt's numbers. And I saw a lot of teams, especially Casey, going forward and on fourth down uh, last year or not last year, last week. I could see that again this week. I could see yeah. a lot of fourth downs, a lot, a lot of anything in fourth and five. I could see that every team going for it. And everybody in New England was so scared to make a mistake on special teams because oh, that's yeah. something that. Well, Bill special Belichick teams does not special stand. teams makes and breaks uh, Usually, games. Yeah, it can, especially a championship game mm-hmm. like this. A lot of it comes down to you know that one blocked punt or that one fumble on a kickoff, and it or, could it could come down or to a field goal. Yeah, yeah, or a field who goal. Who do you want kicking that last field goal? Do you exactly. want Stephen Goskowski? Do you want Harrison Buckner? 
I want Koskowski. Koskowski, He's 100%. Been there before. He's done it before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you always hear about the missed kick that could have been, and you know, it's Koskowski doesn't really have that on his record. I know, but I'm just saying, like it, a lot of these big important games come down to that last kick, just like the Bears game that we just saw. With That's the why Eagles. I'd rather have Koskowski kick it. Or you know, there's a, there's always kicks that determine the end of the game, so that that kick team is very important. Yes, Goskowski's the third, fourth best kicker in the AFC. I also said Vinatieri wouldn't miss, but Vinatieri had a bad day against KC last week. Yeah. So uh, let's move it over to the NFC. Uh, at the Superdome. Rams Saints. Rams Saints. Three three o'clock. Fox. NFC Championship game. Exciting game. It's going to be very exciting. Let's take it position by position. Uh, I think quarterback. quarterback. It's very even, but I'm. I give yeah. it a breeze. I don't think it's that even. Yeah, I, I don't. I think. I think, so. I think, I think Goff it's is more of a system quarterback, and Bree and Breeze is just more pure skill. Yeah, but I, I think uh, the Saints have a better control over that offense. I think it could be hit or miss with uh, LA. Yeah, especially with him, the run game. If I give him a grade. Uh, I would say Breeze is an A plus, and but Goff, based on the season he's had, is, is an A minus. So yeah, you so gave Mahomes and Brady A's. I gave Mahomes an A. I gave Brady an A plus, just because oh. of the situation. Okay, I thought you said you gave Brady an A. All right. So uh, yeah, I give the advantage to Drew Breeze, especially in the dome. You know, yeah. it's gonna be tough for that offense to work. It's gonna be tough for Goff to be able to hear what's going on. So I give Breeze the uh, advantage there. Uh, running game. This is interesting. The I, Saints have consistently had two running backs who can carry the load at any point. Yeah. Now, recently, the Rams have had two running backs who can carry the load. C.J. Anderson has proved that he can, he can put it on They both ran for 130 yards exactly. last week. They but, both had a touchdown. You know, they're, they're splitting it, and they're both very powerful. Todd Gurley is the, the best running back in the NFL. Definitely, without a doubt. But I... Uh, and C.J. Anderson's damn this good, This year, too. honestly, I could see Alvin Kamara coming in as the top running back. And that's because that's Alvin Kamara has better... Pass catching aspect than Todd Gurley does. Yes. Todd Gurley's. A, I feel like a I feel like Alvin Kamara is a little more athletic too. Yeah. He's Todd able Gurley to he's able to hurt. jump more. Todd Gurley is coming off an injury the last couple of weeks. Yeah. So that's. But it didn't look. It, it didn't. It there didn't was no injury last week. week. He yes. had over 100 yards. He had over 100 yards and a touchdown. So I'd say that I'd, I'd give the edge to L.A. Uh, especially if the Rams can stop the run. Oh yeah. So I'd say it's like an A for L.A. and like a B plus for. The big thing the I'm looking at is uh, third down conversions. Saints have yeah. this season total. They have eight out of fifteen, and the Saints or the Rams are five and eleven. So uh, I, I say a big thing about this weekend's game is going to be who's going to be able to convert on third and fourth down. Yeah, that's that, that's usually what make or breaks AFC, yes. uh, championship games. I think it's like in the NFC championship game. Let's look at the wide receivers. Uh, Rams without Cooper Cup. That's a big loss. Yeah, they haven't really been. They the haven't same. had. They haven't had them though for a, yeah, a know, couple weeks. They haven't been the same since they lost Cooper. They haven't Cup. been the same, but they're still they're still very powerful with deep passes. They, you well, can't yeah, count they still them have out. Brandon Cooks and uh, Reynolds. Reynolds. Uh, Robert Woods is very good. Robert Woods. They yeah. have a very good wide receiver core with a, a good amount of depth. But I, I think that I give the advantage to, just because of the amount of wide receivers they have. I give the advantage to the Rams. I say they're like an A, like a yeah. B plus, and I'd say the, the definitely Saints are more B minus because outside of Michael Thomas. It's Ted Ginn Jr. Yeah, it's uh, they, they don't have that yeah. many threats uh, on the wide receiver core, but I think mostly the running back and uh, the running backs will. Running be... backs might be the tail of this game. Yeah, yeah, and see if if Goff can't do anything in the loudness of the dome, they're not yeah. they're not gonna have a good day. That's and I think if, the if they're pressuring uh, Goff a lot and they have to depend on the run, I'm pretty sure the Saints are. This this is why home field advantage meant so much because yeah. who wants to go to the Superdome and play in that? And that's going to be the loudest stadium. The Saints stadium. Are, or the Rams are third on rushing yards, so yeah, in the league. And so I give the advantage wide receiver wise to mm, L.A. Definitely. Uh, offensive line, I didn't do grades for the last one. I don't really know much about it. I know, I know. Uh, I the think, Rams have a very good offensive line. I think because Andre uh, Whitworth is the captain there on the offensive line, and I know uh, Andrew Whitworth, mm, and uh, he's very, he's got that leadership mentality. He, he does. wants this bad. Uh, I. I think with the uh, the defense though, it's going to be very more towards the Saints for me. Yeah. Because they they have Eli Apple's playing great as Lately, of late. Yeah. And but, you know, man, uh, Aaron Donald might be enough to just offset that. You know, if he gets Aaron to, if he gets to breeze a lot more, you know, 
Definitely. Like, Who he's wants definitely to see, a factor. Nobody wants to see Aaron Donald coming up to shoot like that. You know? No, definitely not. And then you got Adama Kinsu as well. And even on the outside, is Akeem Talib playing? He is, right? Yes, he is. You got Marcus Peters. You got on the outside. So this this could be a defensive this This game could literally go either way. It could be an yeah. offensive, offensive shootout or defensive struggle. Yeah, I think it's leaning more toward uh, offensive shootout. Uh, I think it's going to be more defense. But this could be a defense. very balanced the game. Way, you can see like a 35-24 game. But you you look at the way uh, the Saints played with the Eagles last week. Yeah, it, it could be a. It, I I think and it's the fact lean that the Saints the can win a game like that leads me more to believe that the Saints can yeah. win this game. Yeah, because they played in crunch time, and yeah. you know you, you learn a lot about a team in the final you know five seven minutes of a game when you're losing. We talked about games coming down to special teams. This could be one of those games, and I believe that. Um, Saints LA have no sacks this year, by the way. Allowed? It says no, the Saints have zero sacks this season. It says it's right there for 2018. Zero sacks. Is that allowed? Is that sacks allowed? Oh, my God. Zero sacks. Jeez. So that's that's another big thing I, I, I look at. Is Something's got to give <laughs> with Aaron Donald. Yes, definitely with Aaron Donald. I think there's going to be a sack or two, but I, I think it's not going to be enough to fluster Breeze and make him make mistakes. I, I think it'll still be uh, the Saints on the offensive side. Yeah. We also got to remember that the Rams kind of, towards the end of the season, just like KC, kind of got exposed with the defense, like not being as good as everyone thought it was towards the beginning of the season. Mm. Like, you saw their game against against KC. Both teams let up 50 points. Like, oh, yeah. That's a huge amount of points to let up against another team that has a good offense. So, with both of these teams, the defense could just not be nearly as good as we all think that mm. it's going to be. Just because they've been playing teams where, okay, yeah, their defense was able to come in and make the stop. But if you're going to be able to let up 50 points – in a game like that, like, yeah, the playoffs bring in more defense, yeah. but can they really bring in enough defense to kind of stop that kind of I think onslaught so. against a good offense? I think so. Because if you if they come off, look at look at how the Saints started last uh, last game against the Eagles. They started off with an interception on the first play. You know, like something like that can turn an offense like can New Orleans make an only had down. an average of one point three sacks allowed per game this year. Wow, that's ridiculous. It's still good, yeah. But, but I, I, I think, it, I like, think it, there could be one turning point that could keep an offense down for a certain amount of time. But it also, you know. What was the score of the Rams in the KC game last week? I forget. Not last week? The Rams. Not last what, no. 52 to 58, right? Or no, no, no. no I'm like sorry. Not, not Rams. I mean, the both of their games. Rams, what was the score of the game? 30 to 22, I think. And then what yeah. was the score of the KC game? 14. Oh. No, it was like, yeah, it was 2014. Okay. No. Whose no. game? KC. KC, not oh, New Orleans. KC, yeah. KC won 31-13. Yeah. 31-13, okay. So their defense... And the Rams won 30-22 last week. Did do well. But they weren't against Drew Brees or Tom Brady. Yeah. And against those, those kind of powerhouses. Now, granted, KC is at home, so they have that advantage. But the Rams are on the road. And when they're going to be on the road and they're going to be playing a team that good, I think we could see a complete, like, just... I think the Saints could expose the fact that the Rams just don't have the defense everyone thinks they do. And I think the same thing could happen with Tom Brady and the Patriots playing KC. I think they could just kind of show, look, you need defense if you want to stay in this league. Don't don't be surprised if this game comes down to special teams. Oh, yeah. They have one of the best. They have the Rams have one of the kickers with the strongest leg in the league, Greg Zerline, and they have the best punter in the league, Johnny Hecker. So that, that could easily be the difference in this game, whether or not who will win. Uh... Don't be surprised if, you know, you see a fake punt or two mm. from the Rams because they've been known to do it. Johnny Hecker was a quarterback, I believe, in high school. Mm. He has a few this. He has a few on his resume. I know he had a few this year. A big stat I see here is fourth down percentage. Uh, the Saints are 81.3%. Saints are automatic on fourth down. Yeah. And the Rams right now, are they're actually, oh, they're at a 40%. Yeah, Saints so are automatic huge. on fourth down. And I, I think that's a and, part of... And Sean Payton uh, has no fear to go for it. Oh, no. And I, I think a lot of that is on, what is it? Uh, I know his last name's Hill. What's his first name again? Tyree. Ty. Well, uh, well no, on the, no, on the on the Saints. On the Saints, yeah. Taysom back, Hill. Taste, yeah, Taysom Hill. And I think a lot of that Josh fourth Hill. down uh, percentage is because of him, because you don't know what they can yeah, do. Yeah, they put him out there. A they lot put of him it, out a there. Lot of it and actually is Drew Brees and his QB sneak because he's. Well, he's yes, but I, I think if once you put 
uh, Taysom Hill out onto that formation. It has an aspect of what are they going to do. Exactly. Yeah. You don't know what's going to happen. You could run it with Breeze up the middle, or you could you could do whatever. You know, it, as a defense, it's so hard to to tell, and it's so hard to pick out. Oh, they're going to go with Taysom Hill here, or they're going to go with Drew Breeze. Yeah, Taysom Hill can also throw the ball too. He had yes, a forty-yard touchdown called back last week. Mm-hmm. He delivers a pretty ball, so. Uh, this, this, don't be surprised if the game goes down to special teams. Johnny Hecker's going to throw, throw a pass. Johnny Hecker will throw a pass this weekend. Yes. Is that your hot take? That's if – no, that's just going to happen. <laughs> that's just if there's any fourth downs. It could be points every drive in this game. You know what did surprise me too is uh, the Patriots are the least uh, favorite team to even make it or win the Super Bowl. They're, I think, at a 15% right now. Yeah. Which is honestly scary. It is scary. Patriots as an underdog, I yeah, I don't, I, I I don't think they've ever been. Have they been an underdog before in the playoffs? I don't think they have. If in they a while. have, not a long time. Not in a while. Yeah. It's gonna be it's gonna be fun, man. Let me tell you, it, it could be it could be a really really good weekend of football. Or it could also be really bad. Yeah. Like also, uh, Patriots and Chiefs did play in a forty-three to forty game earlier this season. I'm um, I'm saying it's the Chiefs don't have. They have a good defense, but I don't think it's as good as you guys are making it seem. I think it's more of a... Well, a lot of these players they have on their defense now were not there for most yeah. of the season. Uh, by the way, this is the first time since September 20th, 2015, that Tom Brady will be an underdog. What day? September 20th, 2015. That's just not even in the playoffs. That that's was just week one. That's just that the last time, three, he, that's just the last time he was an underdog. Who did they play that week? Uh, September 20th, 2013? Yeah, I'm not sure. It doesn't say here. I would love to 2015. see. 2015. 2015? Yeah, 2015. Yeah. I'd love to see who they played that they were actually an underdog. Did they lose the important question? <laughs> that was probably the – no, that wasn't that year. The, the Chiefs put up a ton of points on them in week one. This is the first time they're an underdog since 2007 in the playoffs. Yeah, that sounds about right. All right, so what year were they the underdog? 2015? Yep. 2015. They didn't play a game on September 30th. September 20th. September 20th? Yes. They were an underdog? Yes. So that's what it's at the Bills, they that's were an underdog. Said, yeah, that's what it said, yeah. And then this they is... won forty to thirty-two. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> and yeah, the that... first time in the playoffs since when? Uh, two thousand seven. What? Since Wait, in the playoffs, that's what it says. Date? You got a date? It doesn't say. It's ABC News. It says uh, pass open off playoffs uh, as playoff underdogs for only second time since two thousand seven. Yep. Oh, since 2007. Yes. So I say the 2007 The last season, time they – yes. That in, in a playoff game, this is the first time they're an underdog since 2007. they got to mean the 06-07 season because the Probably. 07-08 season they were undefeated. Yeah, because the Super – yes, because the playoffs were in the two, yeah. uh, 2007 side of the year. Who did they play? They played the Jets that year. Uh, they were probably – yeah, they, they weren't favored against San Diego. No, yeah. In the divisional game. Um, no, they probably weren't favored against Indianapolis. Or probably both, actually. Because they were the four seed. That was the last time New England didn't have the first round bye with Tom Brady as quarterback. They're 3-3 three and three straight up in their preview of six playoff games as an underdog. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Because they beat San Diego that year and lost to Indianapolis. Indianapolis won the Super Bowl. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, so it's going to be an interesting weekend. We're going to love to see what happens. This is going to be Zach's last show on here for a while. For a little while, until the playoff uh, picks. Yeah, the playoff you, buddy. Thank you. We'll, get it. we'll be sure to hear from me each week, though, and get picks and stuff. It's going to be you and me now, Tony. Well, John, too, when he's here, well, when he's John's out of jail. In jail. Yeah. I mean, John's in jail. Who knows when he gets out? So uh, we're going to end every episode like we do with some hot takes. Uh, anybody got one? You got one. Uh, my Greg Zerline, my, my Johnny Hecker throwing a pass is not a hot take. That's How is that not a hot take? Because they do it like five, six times a year. And, of course, Sean McVay's going to do it in the playoffs. Um, I think it's going to be uh, – well, right now my uh, hot take from the last couple of weeks of the Nets being the sixth seed. Yep. They are the sixth seed right, right now. Yeah. Um, but I, they, I th- They're looking good. Man. They are looking good. Uh, I think my hot take for this week is probably going to be the Patriots. They're going to win by two scores. Two scores. Trishy Allen? I think that both KC and the Rams are going to have their defenses exposed in these games. I think, you know, it's not going to be nearly as close as you think it is. So they're going to have their defenses exposed. Right. And what, their offense is just going to shit the bed? No, I'm not saying their offense is going to shit the bed. I'm saying that... Because their defense could be exposed, but the game could still be 43-42. Yeah, but I don't think that... One, I don't think Patrick Mahomes is going to do as well as you guys think he's going to do. 
I think that you know that's what we yes, but the heat it, of the moment. If he if he wasn't gonna do good, he probably it probably would have been in his first playoff start. He looked so confident in that first playoff start. Yeah, I don't think it's gonna phase him that he's no, playing. No, I, don't, I, don't, I don't, don't. It's a championship game. That's uh, I still don't think he would have happened last week if yeah, he was gonna. Yeah, I think it would have happened more last week. If now he's had his first taste of a home playoff game. He's going to have a second taste of a home playoff game. I think he'd have he's more of a chance fine. of it getting to him if they were in New England. Yeah. I don't think it's going to get to him. I think if the Patriots are home... This it, is my hot it, take, all right? You can't, you can't influence just, my hot take. No, I'm not influencing anything. I'm just right. putting I've seen a lot of quarterbacks in their first NFC championship having not get to him. Yes. I, I mean, Eli Manning did it in Green Bay. I yeah. understand. I'm just saying. I think Patrick Mahomes, if he's feeling anything at all, it's going to show in the game. Okay. Who knows? Might not even make a difference. Yeah, and it's and it's an AFC. Game. It's a championship game. You're gonna be. You gotta be nervous as a rookie quarterback. Oh, you're definitely. I don't think. I rookie. don't. Even if he's right. a rookie or not, no, I, I don't. Th- even if he's a second year player, third year player, ten year player, I think either way you're gonna come into a championship game and you're gonna be nervous. Tom Brady has no nervousness. Yeah. I, that. That's Drew Brees has no nervousness. No, I'm sure. I'm sure there's. I don't still think a Drew Brees bit. is nervous at all. No, at the dome, he's had he's a Super home. Bowl. What does he care? All right. I think he cares. I think he feels like he has I think once you've played two or three cha- championship games, you have no nervousness. Yeah. All right. I also feel like if you're going to play at that level, you can't have, like, nervousness the way we think of it. Like, yeah. Once you're at that level, you have to be able to just play. Yeah. Not think, just do. Uh, my hot take is Taysom Hill will have at least a touchdown running or throwing this weekend. Okay. Uh, he might be a huge part of this game. I'm sure it will be. So, uh, as of Sunday, we'll be two weeks away from the Super Bowl and two weeks away from seeing Tony Romo at his first Super Bowl because yeah. the only way he can get there is through the booth at CBS. That is right. Uh, we want to thank everybody for listening. Uh, we might have some merchandise coming in the next few oh, months. Yes. Hats, we're, we're getting shirts. stuff really going here yep. at the show. Uh, I'm going to get one shirt, just Tony's face on it. Yep. It's going to be a <laughs> big shirt. You can only buy it in 4X. For the, big, for the big crowd out there. It's going to be Tony's face, the whole shirt. It's going to be wrapped around his receding hairline and all. It's going to be great. So we're in 41 new countries now. That number has expanded. Nice. Well, not new countries, just 41 nine, countries. Nine new countries. Nine, nine new yes. countries, but yeah. you said 41. Well, we're in 41, 41 countries. countries. This is new. We, yes. So we want to thank everybody for listening, getting the word around the globe, because that's what we are. We're global we're worldwide. Now, currently. Yep. Yeah. Um, just call us Pitbull. Yep. <laughs> it's Muhammad Ali's birthday. Yeah, Happy birthday is. to champ. It's Justin's birthday, too. Yes, it is. Happy birthday, birthday, Justin. Justin. Uh, Thank you for listening. Like, share, subscribe, and we'll see you on Tuesday at the championship weekend. And, uh, you know, just keep your eye out for more stuff coming because there's more stuff always coming. Yep, yep. Uh, Thank you for listening, and we will see you on Tuesday. Yep.